Hey Glow Friends, welcome back. My name is Angelique Velez and I am the CEO and founder of Breakups to Makeup. And thank you for coming back to my podcast. Alright, so to get right into it, I think this one's going to be popular for some of you. And the topic is, so you want to leave your 9 to 5. All right, so I'm going to go over these tips that I have um, and things that I did for when I first left my nice, cushiony, secure 9 to 5 gig. Um, But I'll backtrack a little bit and I'll, I'll tell you a little story about it. So I... At the time, I was working at a makeup school, um, and I was the director of career services over there. And if, if you're a makeup artist, you remember it's MUD. So I worked in, in MUD, and I was director director of career services. So my job was to basically kind of counsel the students there, advise them, um, help them with their career paths and job placement. I used to get makeup artists from around the community to come in and talk with the classes and the students there, and I loved my job there. I loved Love the students. Um, the students made made it what it was. Um, it was such such a great thing. And as a makeup artist, to be able to connect these students, these aspiring students, with artists who are already in the industry and already working, it, it was such a great great opportunity. I loved working there. So for me. It came to the point where at that time I was so I was working there I was also freelancing so I had my own clients so I, I was a makeup artist so I had my own clients my own bridal clients private clients I was freelancing at Mac as well um, and I don't even remember what oh and I was also doing kind of like fashion gigs and assisting at the time too so I at that point I was working seven days a week I, I wasn't attending like I wasn't going out like that at all um, I, I missed birthday parties and special events and I, I was hustling I was really working a lot and it came to the point where one of the artists I was assisting her agent called me and wanted me to come in the office to come talk to them and I was like okay so I went in I had my portfolio so this is back when you had to bring a physical portfolio with you and I bought it just in case because I wasn't sure um, and he was looking through it and at the end he basically said that they wanted to represent me and um, you know it was like a dream come true at the time however I had to make the decision if I was ready to leave my cushiony nine to five job um that I loved or you know take the risk and start freelancing as a makeup artist and it was a really really hard decision to make so fast forward obviously you know what I did but these are my tips and these are things that I did to help me prepare um, before I felt comfortable enough to leave that nine to five so I was already doing this before I got approached by the agency so if that helps at all all right so the first thing it's going to be one of the scariest decisions ever it literally was the scariest one of the scariest decisions I've ever made one I was in a job that I loved it wasn't that I didn't like my job I loved my job two I was making great money three I had health benefits you know I I knew how much money I was getting paid it was secure all of those things so it was so scary I, I was living in New York you know paying rent New York City and yeah I had I had bills so it really was one of the scariest decisions I ever had to make but 
I'm glad I made that decision. So anywho, it's going to be scary and it's normal to feel that way. And you're going to go back and forth and you're not going to know what to do. And you're going to ask a million people for advice, um, but it's going to be scary. And like I've mentioned before in previous episodes, if you're not getting uncomfortable, if you're not being scared, if you're not facing fear, then you're not chasing the right thing. So it's meant to be that way for you, for us. All right, number two, um, have around three to six months living expensive saved. This is minimum. If you can have more, amazing. For myself, I believe I had around six months of expenses uh, saved. It might have been three now that I'm thinking about it. It might have been three uh, months of expensive saved. But like I said, if you can save more, absolutely. But you need to have something there just in case. Just in case you need it to feel good, you know, have something there. Um, And I'm sure, honestly, if you can have more than that, I keep saying that. If you can have more, that's amazing, great for you. At that time, I couldn't do that. So three months to me was a lot to have saved. Um, Number three, have a plan. And I've mentioned this before in the beginning, I was not a very good planner. I'm still struggling with planning. When I say plan, I mean have some type of of thing mapped out as to what you're going to be doing with your time. Because I feel when you leave a cushiony nine to five in a job where it's like routine and you're stepping into a world where you basically make your own decisions, you could really get lost, you guys. It's really, you're your own boss. So you really have to make those decisions for yourself. And if you've ever been laid off, if you've ever gotten fired, if you ever haven't worked at a certain period of time, you know what I'm talking about. Um, If you don't put yourself in check, there could be days that go by where you're just sitting on the couch. So you really wanna make sure to have a plan of action, some something or things that you're gonna be doing. Like for example, who are you gonna contact to let them know that you're now available, that you're freelancing, that you have X, Y, and Z time available and you would love to work with them. Um, what artists would you contact? What businesses would you contact? What collaborations do you want to do? Think about all that stuff and brain dump. And when I say brain dump, I mean take a pen and paper and write a list of all of these things. So that way you really have an ongoing list of things that you can do to keep you busy. And that's just at minimum. Just do that. I promise you, even if you just stop right there, that's going to help you because it's going to give you, like I said, a list of things that you have to go through and it's going to take a couple of days to do that. So that right there will help you. Number four, and I just kind of said this, reach out to contacts, family, friends. So once you have that list and you have those plans, then start doing them. Reach out to those contacts. Make sure you are letting family and friends know that you're pursuing this new journey, that you're taking this leap, that you're starting this new chapter, what it is, how they can help you. And I just recorded that um, on a previous podcast as well, how friends and family can help you. So go and listen to that and you can ask them to do those things for you. But it it's super important to reach out to them and and ask for help because you don't know who might know someone that can help you. As a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's all about our connections, you guys. Half of the, more than half of the things that I get are because of the connections that I have. So it's so important to use those connections. Okay, so yeah, go over and listen to that episode and it'll help you out with how to ask your friends and family for help. 
And number five, this one's kind of funny, but I said, don't listen to others. So, and I've, I've mentioned this on a previous episode as well. You really can't let others or opinions, others' opinions persuade you to do something else. You really need to listen to your own heart, to your own gut. You need to follow your own dreams. This is your brand. This is your business. You're going to be its biggest advocate. You're going to have people in your life that may not understand what it is you're doing and may not get why you want to leave that cushiony nine-to-five stable position and enter this crazy world that we're in, <laughs> a freelance and, and, and an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur. Um, but they don't have to understand it. You're the one who's going through it. This is your journey. This is your decision. So don't listen to them and don't let what they're saying drive you onto a different course. Follow what it is that you want to do. And I can leave you with a little story, um, and I hope this helps someone out there. So it's funny because my dad, for example, I used to work at Hofstra, and I loved working there as well. Hofstra University, it's a college in New York. And um, I had a great job, great people, worked with great people. The benefits were amazing. It was the typical, like, you know, great cushiony job and I loved going there and when I first left there to work at mud actually the makeup school and pursue my dreams there my dad had a fit he couldn't get over why I'd want to leave like such a quote-unquote prestigious job or you know um like I said cushioning because it had the benefits and everything kind of job for something where the benefits weren't as good um, and a school that wasn't as well known and it was in makeup artistry so he just didn't get it and um, he gave me a hard time about it but I couldn't listen to him I had to follow my dream I had to follow my gut and even now when I go through things with breakups to makeup he gets very frustrated because he doesn't understand why I left something that could provide me with a strain of income, a continuous, you know, amount of income to something that's so, how, how can I say it? it? I don't want to say volatile, but you don't know what kind of money you're going to be getting every month. You know, it's all up in the air. So, and he, he still doesn't get it sometimes. So, but he loves me and he, you know, supports me in his own way. Um, but he, you know, it, yeah, I couldn't listen to what he was saying. I, I had to follow my heart and I had to go with my gut. Um, yeah, so I hope that helps because I know there are going to be people and a lot of times those people are the ones that are closest to you because they love you and they want to protect you and they don't want to see you fail and they don't want to see you um, you know, lose money or go into debt. And it's for all of those reasons, not that they don't believe in you. So I hope that makes sense because I feel as though, you know, a lot of times you're listening and you feel, okay, so you already feel like you may not be good enough. And then if a, a friend or a boyfriend or a husband or wife or whomever says, you know, agrees with that aspect that, you know, maybe this business thing isn't the right thing for you, you automatically think it's because you're not good enough. And that's not why they're saying it, first of all. And second of all, you have to just listen to yourself.
I could go on about this forever and I will stop right now. Um, but those are my top five tips um, for if you're looking to leave your nine to five. And I really would love if you guys do have questions on this one. I don't mind answering things that I did because I know a lot of you are in this place where in your heart you, you want to leave, but your head is not letting you. Um, and you have to follow your heart, you guys. If this is the sign you needed, please take it. You have to follow your heart. But pre- prepare yourself to do so. Just don't go jumping into it blindly. Definitely prepare. So if you have any questions on how to prepare and things that you can do, please ask me. And I will do my very best to answer them um, as honestly as I can. And, and I hope if I don't have the answer, I will seek the answer for you. So I hope that helps once again. If this is something that um, was valuable to you, please like and share it. Um, Tag a friend that this may um, help out as well. And thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this once again. And I hope with each and every episode, I'm getting a little bit better, but I'm trying, you guys. So, Glow Friend, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk soon. Bye.